Thanks for tuning into Taos Talks, a podcast created in collaboration with Taos Alive, Rocky Mountain Youth Corps, and the one, the only KNCE located in Taos, New Mexico, where we cover topics in the world of substance misuse prevention and wellness. Thanks for tuning in wherever you are, whether you're in your car, washing dishes, somewhere outside. Thanks for taking a moment to share some time with us. Enjoy the show. Today, I invited a guest to share their story about their own experience with substance abuse in their past and, yeah, their relationship to addiction at a certain phase in their life. And for the sake of anonymity, I have kept their name anonymous as per their request. However, I've had you know, handful of conversations with this individual and I am so grateful to welcome them into the space that they're sharing the story with us in the first place. And I hope everyone listening, whether you're listening online on our podcast or you're listening on KNCE, thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy. All right. So welcome, beautiful soul. Thank you for taking the time to have this conversation with me. It's a pleasure. <laughs> and um, for sake of time, let's begin with your story about addiction with cocaine. And I, from what you shared with me, I thought hearing about how it began would be really useful. So maybe just share a little bit on how, how did that addiction start and then how did it affect your life? I think when it started was, um, it didn't start with cocaine, it started with marijuana in high school, and then you wanted to try other drugs, you wanted to step out of your comfort zone with the marijuana and then try other drugs that led to cocaine. And um, yeah. Was there, with with your encounter with, let's say, marijuana and cocaine, was there a certain feeling that you wanted to continue having? Or, like, what was your reason for being drawn to these substances? I would say it maybe just took me out of reality for a while. And... I just found a new way to maybe cope with life. Yeah, um, I hear the word coping and also taking you out of reality. Was was it like escapism? Like trying to... Re- How do I phrase this? Were you trying to avoid feeling something or was it more of... Um, a desired feeling that these substances provided that life couldn't. Yes. Maybe I was looking for that desired feeling that life couldn't provide for me. And that's where I went. <laughs> Beautiful. And how old were you when you first started experimenting with substances like marijuana? Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. And how did you gain access to something like that at that age? Brother. (laughs) Older brother, younger brother? (laughs) Older brother. Older brother. Was it like, tell me more about that. I just uh, was curious, and I 
knew that he had some marijuana and a strobe light. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just uh, found his marijuana and just experimented. And it was it was different. I could say it was kind of at that age. Didn't know what to think about it. I just you know thought it was kind of different. Sure. And so he didn't like give it to you. You kind of found it or something. Yes, correct. Oh, okay. Yes. And what compelled? Like, what was curious for you about it? Like the strobe lights, or did you see him while he was high, and that was like, oh, what's this? No, I, I don't believe I saw him while he was high. I was just I think I, I just uh, was just looking for some something fun to do and that's where the strobe lights and smoking pot came into play sure sure thank you for sharing um and then when how old how long did that last and then how old were you when you started experimenting with cocaine uh well smoking pot was off and on through high school and um, where it led to where i quit school and um, and I ended up going back to school, but it, I think it didn't help with my decision making when I was getting high. I just kind of didn't have a clear head on the direction where I was wanting to go. Um, but after the high school days, um, moved on and lived in another state. And really, until I, I tried Coke at 21, just was introduced to it. And I was not a fan at first. You know, it was, made me feel um, very, uh, I guess, nervous or, I don't know, I just was very uncomfortable. And I, I tried it again, and then that was a different feeling, and it just... Um, from then on, you know, if you're around people that do experiment with that, you tend to join in, and and you could just before you know it, days, months, years have gone by, and you become coke addict, and you've lost important years of your life just by that addiction, chasing that high all the time, hurting people that you don't mean to hurt because you're really not that person that you really are because you're being altered by the drugs. And the only way to get away from that is just to pull yourself away from that environment and from the people. And that's how I was able to get out of that addiction for 10 years was was with the help of loved ones was took me out of the state into another state and then my new life began that's beautiful thank you for sharing that and just i want to make sure that i heard everything or as much as i could uh so that was uh, a length of 10 years of like a 
severe would severe be the right language to use for addiction i would say yes (laughs) okay (laughs) all right so yeah like an intense addiction to cocaine and you mentioned that you were introduced to it was it by friends was it just by a random person and um it was a friend okay and you also mentioned that being surrounded by even more people even though there was like probably someone you were spending a lot of time with and introduced it to you that you that you shared with me in um outside of the outside of this podcast um but you also mentioned the importance of environment so the state that you were in was there a lot of that going on Uh, well the people that i hung around with there was a lot going on i mean yeah cocaine has always been um, everybody's choice, the choice drug back then. Yeah. And so then being taken away from those peers put you in a better place. And was it family who, family friends who like took you away from that? Or? Um, friend. And like how involved did they become? Like did they notice something? Did they, or was it just, did they even know that something was going on with you or? Yes. Most, most definitely. Uh, they knew that I had a big problem, and the only way to save me from destroying myself or, or maybe even dying, you know, overdose from cocaine is to take me away. So it was pretty intense. Um. How else did it affect your life during those 10 years? Like, in what ways were the most memorable for you? Well, there wasn't a lot that I remember. <laughs> um, I, okay. It's hard to believe that so many years that went by. Um, it's just the fact where how a person's life could be so different if, if drugs does not come to play and their choices and in their life because it can take so many years it could be their best years of their lives and and not enjoy what life has given and what's in front of them nature and all the beauty that surround them that they're surrounded with is that what you're asking <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, asking what, like, you mentioned, I asked, like, how did it affect your life? Because you mentioned that it can cause a lot of pain from those 10 years. And I was just curious in what ways. Um, and you mentioned that a lot of it you don't remember, and perhaps it didn't help you actually connect with things that maybe you would have liked to. Yeah, I feel like it just didn't help me grow. I felt I was just stuck there in this destructive world and not allowing the person who I am bloom into whom I could be even today, you know, um, by wasting so many years of my life. Um, uh, granted, things aren't terrible right now in my life. Um, I have a lot of faith in God and that gave me strength through all these years and I, and I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for, for God. Beautiful. And um, 
So I'm happy to be here. I have a beautiful family. And um, what I regret most of that is, is I just feel like I lost like 10 years of my life. That, mm -hmm. that was, it's just gone. Yeah, yeah. I imagine that's tough. And what, how old were you in those 10 years? Like what was your age range for that? My 20s. 20s, yeah. Thank you for sharing all of that. I had another question um, just to kind of end in a circle. When you got taken out of the environment that you were in, which helped in your recovery process, was there anything else? Like how long did it take to recover and what else was involved to help you stop using cocaine? How long? Uh, well, once you're taken out of that environment, it's so much easier because it's it's not there, it's not an easy reach. Um, and then um, I, uh, the family came into play. And in what ways? Um, I guess you would say marriage and kids. And so that alone uh, is enough to inspire you to not even think about doing drugs anymore and, and start a new life. Did you have to go to rehab or anything, or was it just time and patience? It was time and patience, and again, um, my faith and my prayers and the strength that I was given. That's, that's where I got my strength. Beautiful. So I'm hearing that the relationship you have with God is something monumental and paramount for how you were able to move into the place that you are now and uh, away from that addiction, which is beautiful. Most definitely. And I was wondering if you had anything that you wanted to share, if anyone listening to this might be struggling with an addiction that it might be secret or they may not be able to share it yet or they're sharing it and they're just not getting the help that they need, what kind of information do you want to share them or like any thoughts, ideas, opinions? Is to follow your instincts. If you feel that what you're doing is not right or you're hurting yourself, uh, either pray or reach out to friends to um, steer you in a different direction, place you in a different place just kind of to take you away from that peer pressure it might be or whatever it is that you're looking for to, to make you feel better, but drugs is, is not the way to go. Um, just reach out to family, friends, organizations, whatever there is out there to help you. Beautiful. Thank you, wonderful human, beautiful soul. I always love these connections and our conversations and appreciate all the time that you give. And yeah, I don't think I have anything else to say, just really listening and appreciating the story. And if anyone has questions, um, I will have contact information for this uh, anonymous person, but you could just email me any questions and I can send them I can send them her way my email address that you can reach me at is cassidy at taosalive.org spelled c-a-s-s-i-d-y at t-a-o-s-a-l-i-v-e dot o-r-g 
Talks. I appreciate all of the attention for you guys listening and KNCE, always thank you for being willing to share this information through your station. Um, endless and boundless appreciation for this opportunity. Thank you, everyone. See you next time, or I guess talk to you next time.